Hey, what's up? It's the Man Fuse Podcast. I'm Kay Lee, my co-host, Ben H. So today on the Man Fuse Podcast, we have a listener reach out who's got an IRS problem, one I've not heard before, but yet it doesn't surprise me. Could they be purposely stealing money from younger individuals who are filing tax returns because they know they won't follow up? And I share the story of a dinner party that I went to where bottles of wine that cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars were ordered, yet was I supposed to split it evenly, even though I didn't drink any? So, we have a listener that has reached out, Mm. who has a problem. Kaylee and Ben, thank you for all you do. You inspire me on a daily, and I love you. That's nice, we love you too. He's got a situation and he needs our advice. Um... And especially if there's anybody in our audience that wants to chime in on this advice who might work as a CPA or if you work for the Internal Revenue Service. Fundamentally, the problem is, is that my daughter, who is now 23 years old, she's a student, filed her tax return for the year of 2020 back on March 6th of 2021. To date, she has not received her $300 federal tax refund. We have made numerous calls through the years asking what the holdup was. And of course, we asked for letters to explain the situation, but never got the same answer twice, except for COVID. In addition, we never received any letters from any of our requests. We started calling the IRS back in May of 2021 and the first IRS rep looked up my daughter's account and admitted that they had received the return, but the rep used the word pilfering. I asked her what she meant by that and she was vague in her explanation. I do our taxes using TurboTax and I always attach the original W-2s with the federal and the state returns. They can clearly see the amount that was withheld and they can clearly see the total income. The IRS rep ultimately told us to wait a couple weeks or months. I fucking hate when they do that. And then, should the return not come, have my daughter call back and would get her refund by summer. We waited until August of 2021 to call in again, just before my daughter was heading back to school. And the IRS said that they were still working on it. They're still working on a $300 refund. And I get it. I'm thinking to myself, it's 300 bucks. To someone in school, 300 bucks is 300 bucks. And it's your 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. See, think about it. The IRS has been making interest off of your 300 bucks. If you owe them 300 bucks, you would have been fucking fined with interest and interest and interest. So now they're fucking with your money. You're not getting, anyway. So, and I'm just going off on a rant. Naturally, we accepted the answer because what the fuck can we do about it? It was a COVID delay, but we asked for a letter again, which was never received. We continued calling the IRS once in the fall of 2021. And then finally, we called in the last summer in July and August of 2023. The last two conversations with the IRS with two separate people were the most alarming. My daughter was told that she was not qualified for a refund and it was a dead completed tax return. They had not done anything with her return since fall of 2021, six months after receiving it, even though we had been told for years 
that they were working on it and to follow up. One other alarming answer was we were told in August, after six months, the IRS simply stops working on a tax return and it goes stale and into an inactive file which never gets reopened. They do this without even as much as sending a letter. Can you imagine out of 170 million tax returns that are filed every year, that there are somewhere between two and four million returns a year that do not get processed? Do the math. If they start processing return but get stuck, they may place a check mark in box 39 like my daughter, which indicates does not qualify. That ends the process of it and the money never gets refunded. Now I understand what the first rep from IRS meant by pilfering. Could this literally be going on at the IRS? Are they pilfering tax refunds in the tune of 500 million a year? I was told by a tax preparer that this most often involves younger people and older people who simply won't follow up. Have you ever heard of anything like this? Has any of your listeners ever heard of anything like this? And from a tax person's perspective, how do you fix it? That's crazy because if you think about it, it's a way that they are almost padding the numbers. Right. Like, okay, this is 300 bucks. You drag it along long enough. I mean, how much work is someone going to do for $300? Right. Right? Absolutely. They're not going to take it from the big boys. That's right. Because, you know, because it's a much more significant amount of money. 300 bucks done 2 million times. I would say to our listener, although, you know, he'd probably pay more than 300 bucks Fuck yeah, to right. have someone do the return. I don't know if it's actually necessarily a moneymaker. You'd have to pay someone more than that. And that that's probably a part of the situation is that they are dealing with people who don't have representation. And it would cost more than that to get representation. So then what would be even the point of getting representation, my thought on it is have someone do your taxes for you. Would that make a difference? Though? Yes, absolutely. It would. Because now there's another legal party involved, a, it, uh, a yeah. certified accountant. Well, they know what to do. They know a form to send in. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you would think that if it's coming from a certified public accountant, that's right. Yeah, it's official. If there are, is a department that handles this stuff, they don't do it with CPAs and tax attorneys. Well, you're just doing it on your shitty TurboTax software, and they're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Which a lot of people, people do, and I'm not saying there's no, anything I, wrong with it. There isn't, and it's I'm It's probably not, not. very efficient, and if you look at year over year over year of paying someone to file your taxes, saves a lot you of probably save money. a lot of money. You probably saved a lot more than 300 bucks just doing it yourself. You, you know? get a lot more back. You get more advice. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like to have someone who's an expert. Past a certain point, depending on how you file and how you pay, you don't get refunds. I actually had a situation where one of my clients paid in. He was meaning to send $200,000 and accidentally hit an additional zero. And this is a guy with big bank accounts, and it withdrew. He sent in $2 million to the cage. They took it as credit for future filings. They wouldn't give it back? I don't want to get into it. I mean, I'm just telling you the result of what happened. They took it as credit for future filings. 
I don't know what the legality. I don't know anything about this person's tax. I don't. I don't know anything about it. I'm just telling you. You meant to sit 200. He hit. He accidentally hit an additional zero. So an incredibly wealthy person where the bank just went, boom, no problem, and he sent in two mil. And this is not for him. This is not a. But still, the interest on two million, even uh, at the smallest amount, equates to a yeah. good chunk of money. Yeah. Now they're making interest yeah. on your two million. Yeah. How bad of a day would you be? He had to have been losing. He his was fight. laughing about. It. He told me about oh. it the day he did it. No, oh, well, I guess. I mean, he was much. pissed. He was like, "I can't believe I did that." You know, it would have been like, you know, I, I guess for me, probably two hundred bucks versus two thousand bucks or something. Yeah. I sent him two grand, and I was supposed to send him two hundred. I'd be upset about that, but it's probably something that we would laugh about how stupid that was. Oh yeah, you know we saying? definitely would. Yeah, I mean, we'd be like, "Damn, that's stupid." If I was supposed to send him two grand and I sent twenty, that'd be a problem. Or if I was to sent twenty and I sent two hundred, that would be a problem. If I was supposed to send two hundred and I sent two, it'd be the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's gonna bounce. <laughs> yeah, two bill wouldn't have cleared, bro. Yeah. Two hundred wouldn't have cleared. I wouldn't have cleared two hundred. Oh my god! If I was supposed to send twenty and I sent two hundred, that should be bounced. You would have sent nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It would have been negative out of my yeah, account, would zero. which would have been a good thing because yeah. I would rather pay that um, that uh, overdraft, overdraft fee. fee yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would it be more than $35? <laughs> hey, because of the this amount. This is per occurrence, yeah. right? We've sent the police to your house for writing a bad check. There's all kinds of wacky stories like that, man. But the best thing you can do is just have somebody good on your side that helps you with this stuff. Maybe you get more money back. Maybe you don't have to do these battles where you're calling in over a couple hundred bucks to set and the other thing, you know. So I have a um, a situation, Ben, and I want to know how you would have handled it. Okay. Actually, I probably know how you would have handled it because okay. you would have been partaking in it. I was invited out mm. um, to a dinner. Yes. I think recently you might have had a similar experience. Yeah. Um, I was invited out with a, a group of people, one of them, more on the flashy side, mm-hmm. got a bunch of money, yep. attended this very nice, poshy restaurant. Yeah. It was about mm, four couples, right? Yeah. Sit down, have dinner. Uh, you know, I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. You know, uh, even at this place, a fucking mule is $22. Wow. Like, it's yeah. fucking Nice ridiculous. restaurant. Yeah. Ridiculous. And it's, you know, it's got a, a very... You know, who's who profile, right. whatnot. They have multiple locations across the world. And, um, you know, normally when I go out with this group of people, it's unsaid, but normally one of them picks up the tab. Right. It's almost a guarantee. And, but not this time. Well, I don't know that yet, but I order my food as if. It's going to happen. Right. Wagyu beef, please. No, you, you, know oh, you went I'm... to Nobu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I already know what happened there. So I order. My wife orders. We're having some drinks. You know, we're wrapping up. In my mind, I'm calculating. Okay, well, if I have to reach for my wallet, it's my bill's going to be 300 bucks probably. You know, because no Double boo- that. Wagyu beef was 100 bucks. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but I'm not going to drink. Right. A hundred bucks worth of drinks. I see, yeah. Because I'm going to drive. I didn't Uber there. Yeah. My wife, who is drinking some wine, you know, glasses. Maybe there was a small bottle at the table that was split, but she had a mixed drink too. So I'm thinking 300 bucks, maybe with tip. 
dessert comes, having a great time. My buddy, the flashy, more extravagant one with yeah. the Amex black card or whatever, right. he's getting more and more fucked up. Right. And so where I think after dessert, we're going to wrap shit up. He then decides to ask the waiter that he wants to do a wine tasting. And at that time, I'm thinking, well, fuck, I don't care. I'm not drinking wine. My wife's like, I'll have us some wine. So the first bottle comes. Chances are I ain't paying for this shit anyway. Right. First bottle comes. It's a bin number, this, that, and the other. Cool. Hanging out. Order another mule. He's like, let's do another one. So he orders another bottle of wine. Oh, this is bin number 740. Right. This is a, a France bar. Right. I don't even fucking know. I don't, this dude, sommelier or whatever the fuck right. it is. I don't fuck. I hate the taste of wine. I know you like it. This guy tastes grapes and fucking years. Like just from the third bottle comes. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm ready to go. Cause my ass hurts from sitting there. So the bill comes. He doesn't bring it to me. Right. How would you like this tab? Oh, you could split it four ways. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thinking to myself, okay, well, maybe the wine's, you know, 50 bucks a bottle. Yeah. The first bottle was $380. Oh, my God. The second bottle was 285 Yeah. And the third bottle was like 195 So now my bill roughly goes from what I think is 300 Yeah. To like over six. Yeah, I was going to say 600 easy. Plus tip. Yeah. And I'm looking at my wife and I'm looking at him and I'm like, I didn't fucking have a sip of this goddamn wine. Yeah. Do did I? your wife though? She did. Oh, of course she did. Yeah, she did. And I'm like, you see what the fuck you just did? <laughs> you see what you just did? And now I'm reaching for my wallet. And you're like shaking. I'm shaking. <laughs> And I'm slow, Ugh, and the look on my face so is, heavy. is that of disgust. Yeah. I hate everybody at the right. fucking table. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> did they oh, purposely fuck with me? Yeah. Right? Hey, I have a great idea. We'll do it on Kay Lee, because I normally pick up the tab. Yeah. This time, I'm going to order the most expensive shit they got, Right. and then I'm going to split it with everybody, Right. because I know his wife will drink some. But okay, even if my wife didn't drink some, would you make a stink and go, hey, I didn't drink any of this wine? If my wife didn't drink any wine, I would I would just kindly say, you know, excuse me, um, could you please put the wine on the tab of everyone who drank the wine? We didn't have any wine. so What if my wife only had a glass? Would you go, hey, can you divide up that point? <laughs> At that as point, soon as she took a sip, even she a sip, is in. Even a sip, you're in. I think that when ordering wine, okay, so so the way I would have handled it, and again, I don't know this person, and obviously it's easier to say what you would have done in a situation you weren't even in, you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously you had no idea that this was even coming down the pipe anyways. Well, right? I'm kind of guilty because I did go into it thinking and ordering as if he was going to pay. Right. So I kind of feel like... Uh, that's my fault. And then, but on the wine thing, you know, I would have, I totally have a conversation and be like, hey, um, are you going to drink wine or you want to order another drink? You know what I'm saying? And if, you know, I don't know, but that's, I can't even say I was, I would do that because obviously you're sitting there having a great time. 
goers a bottle of wine. They pour wine for everybody. You know, I probably would have been in the same shoes. What'd you do? You paid the tab. I fucking paid my tab. And and I had the look of shit on my face the whole, and then I had to come home and pay the babysitter. So I was like, thousand, 750 bucks. I don't even, I'm I'm still mad about it. I don't think I'm ever going out with those people again. Wine is so expensive at restaurants. You know, it's it's times like three or four, the actual cost of the bottle. So the worst of it is, those are only like 60 or $70 bottles. For a $385 bottle? Yeah. Yeah, that might have been like a $120 bottle. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, something like that. It's all fun and stuff. You know, Nobu is cool. It's pretty good. It's very commercial. It's not very- great to me. I mean, it's good, but it's not great. The atmosphere, it's the vibe, it's the... I love it, it's fine. You know, I think I think for what it is, it's it's wonderful. But, I mean, there's a couple places that I would go that I feel have better food than them. Umi and Tomo are both better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love sushi. Tomo's right next to it. All right, well, thanks, Ben, for that, uh, for that advice. And, uh, yeah, I'm still angry about it. I don't know what advice I gave. I just... You uh, didn't give any, Ben, yeah, actually. I didn't give any advice. Nothing you said <laughs> helped the situation. But I was wondering actually, what you were upset about. I didn't hear one word that came out of your <laughs> mouth. I'll have to listen to this back. I can tell there's... A, I've, I've been able to tell since, since I got here today that there's an air of frustration yeah, in yeah. your tone. Yeah, there is. And now I think I know why. Well, that's, that's one part. That's one aspect. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Manfuse podcast. You got something to say? Join the show. Hit us up, manfuse.com or 770-744-5227. We'll be back later. Peace out. Foo Media.